Praise the Lord. This is Brother Judas again. We are going through my book, Christ of Abolished Death, and we are talking about the aging process. In the last broadcast, we talked about the testimony of Moses that at 120 years old, his strength did not abate, his natural strength, and his eyes did not dim because the glory of God kept him, reversed his aging process. And another second example we are quote we are pointing out is that of Caleb in the in the Old Testament. Caleb and Joshua were the two seniors, elders that God promised them that they will see the land while the people twenty years and above died in the wilderness. And then forty years later, now Caleb was giving his testimony in Joshua chapter fourteen. And in verse ten, Caleb was saying, And behold, now behold, the Lord has kept me, and I said, I emphasize that, he said it is the Lord, not you exercising, you eating the right kind of food, your vitamin, those are to support what the Lord has already said he will do. So if all those efforts are going to be useless, if the Lord is not the one keeping you alive. So that's why we have to acknowledge him in all our ways. Here is what Joshua was talking about, Caleb was saying, so the Lord has kept me alive as he said. This 45 years, 45 years since they went to Spider-Man. Even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day, four score and five years old. See now, he was 85 years old by the time he was talking. As yet, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. And now therefore, give me this mountain. That's, that's why it came to the claim. And the mountains where they say the mountain of giants. All those giants that the other people say, oh, we cannot, we cannot go against them. They are stronger than us. They are going to eat us up. He said, give me this mountain at 85. Did he ask some weapons now? The weapons is trusting in the Lord. Has he amassed some military weapons for the for 40 years? No, he was going to trust the Lord. Because those other people were thinking of their strength. They thought they were the one fighting the Amalekites. Before they didn't remember it was Moses that was actually raising the rod on the mountain that made them to overcome the Amalekites. When they saw the giants, they said, oh, we can't overcome this one. They forgot God that said, I've given you this land. God is fighting in the background. We must never forget that. 
no matter what you are going through, maybe you are going through financial situation right now, but you are a servant of God, you are a child of God, believe God is fighting for you in the background. Oh, but God can perform wonders and just wingle his finger and everything will be over. Yes, but he didn't want to be that way. He wants you to participate. He wants you to go through something so that it will be more, it will be collaboration. But if you forget God and think it is you, then God will draw us. So you have to acknowledge him in all your ways. Whether it is a health issue, trust God, keep believing God. That does not mean you cannot get medicine. Medicine will fail if God is not involved in it. God can perform wonders without the medicine. Yes, he can do that also. But that takes a greater fit. God will come to your level at your, according to your faith. Remember the story of when Jesus Christ was preaching? There was one man that said, Come to my house and lay your hand upon my daughter, and she will live. Jesus Christ didn't argue. He just followed him to his house. That was Jairus. Another one said, and now actually the centurion sent somebody to go and tell Jesus Christ, my servant is sick, please heal my servant. Oh, those Jews came and said, you need to do this for this centurion. This centurion, he loved our nation. Okay, Jesus Christ was following them to go and heal the centurion. And the centurion saw them coming out of this and sent another friend to say, you don't need to come, sir. I know who you are. You are the Lord of all. You are a commander. Just speak from there. My servant will be healed. Which means he, that man knew what authority meant. That he has seen from a distance that this rabbi, whom they call Messiah, the way he's commanding those things, is using authority. And he was a man of authority. When he speak, the soldiers obey, sir. He could do it. Sometimes he doesn't need to go there. He just writes and they say, the, the commander said this, or the centurion said this. You have to do it. He was using the same say, I'm a man under authority. You just speak also from there. Your servants will do it. So it means he recognized that Jesus Christ is the Lord of all this invisible world. And he knew that it's those invisible world that are causing all those sicknesses. That knowledge is what makes him to say the same thing to Jesus Christ. And you don't need to come. And Jesus Christ just smile and went back, turned back. And the man's that is the Lord will meet you at your level of faith. If you stand and say, I'm no need the mercy, I'm going to stand and, and walk with the Lord, the Lord will meet you at that level. But if you are afraid and you have to be caught into surgery and so on, God will help you there if you are crying to God to make you recover speedily. So all of those is God will meet us at our level. God is not condemning us. God has justified us and is going to meet us at a different level of faith. So that's why I'm trying to make you to see that. Joshua and Caleb, Joshua and Caleb, Joshua gave us that example. He said, give me this mountain. He said, well, has he gotten some military weapons now for those 40 years that's going to use against those giants? Oh, he was trusting the Lord. And we gave, we gave him the mountain and he drove the giants away from there. There was no record that he killed all the giants, but God gave him the wisdom. Maybe he just announced to them that you better leave. <laughs> and gave them ultimatum. Who knows? And they all left. They fled because the because the fear of God was upon the area. So because when you can read your story of the story of Caleb, there was no record that he killed all the giants. He drove them out. God didn't say you they must be killed. He said drive them out. So we don't know where the giants were. Maybe they fled to Egypt. Who knows? But what you are saying, <laughs> praise the Lord. What you are saying is that Joshua gave that example that he was strong at eighty-five, just like as he was at forty. When God sent him. So how did he get out? That means God must have reversed his aging process. Not stopped completely, because God can stop it completely. 
But also reverse it, now it slow it down. So that while the age of 85 was still strong because you need that muscle and strength to wage war against the giants. And that is what we are pointing out that this aging process, God has given us wisdom that He is able to reverse it if we work with Him. He's able to teach us what to do because He says, If a man keep my saying, he shall never see that now. You wonder, but look at, think about that. Many, even the medical world will tell you that aging that is making the bones muscles to weaken or the skin to wrinkle and so on is dependent on what we eat the food our diet don't you think so it's dependent on our diet so if god wants to make you to reverse or slow down the aging process god can also teach us individually teach you individually that's why he said if a man keep my saying jesus christ saying which means the lord will come to you as an individual person not to the body of believer and tell every believer you must all be eating this kind of food it's individual if a man, because you can announce this in your church, that nobody should eat pork, and some of them say, I like pork. Nobody should eat this. I want to say, I like chicken, they will not obey. So God is not doing a general something. He's saying, if a man keep my sin. So the general thing that says, you can eat any dead, if you eat any deadly thing, you shall not hurt them. That is general to everybody. If they eat, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That's general. But if you want to live and reverse aging process that God wants to reverse for you by you believing this exhortation I'm saying, then you have to work with Jesus one on one. And He is the one going to be teaching you what to do for your own body because what you need for your body is different from what I need for my body. Because just take, talk to the doctors, they will tell you your composition. That's why sometimes they, they will look at your blood composition and say, Well, you need this, your level is this, and that must level is that. That is every day. So, if your own level of these blood cells is this high, and the blood cells for this fellowship is this high, what you need, if your level should be this high, then what you need to eat or what this one needs to eat is different. So, that is what I'm trying to say. God will look at you and your, what you have in your composition of your body, your blood, and give you instruction. And if you keep it saying, say you shall never see that. It's continuous, it's not for a one time shot forever. You have to work with Him daily, day by day, year by year continuously like he not work with God and then he live forever and God said if a man keep my saying he shall never see it. That is what we are talking about about this aging process that the Lord from these two examples he has given to us in the scripture and the others that he took away without seeing that he has made us to see that he is able to keep any individual alive physically to come to live until he comes. And with the aging process, he's able to reverse, slow you down, or stop it for individual. Because in the end, when Christ shall come in the rapture, remember, we shall be changed. What's Scripture say? This mortal body must put on immortality. When you say, how is going to do that? God is the one going to do that. We don't need to be describing how he's going to do that. He knows what he's going to do. Because we are particles, you know. Our mortal body is particles. And that is what is some things in the outside are affecting our skin from from outside what we eat is affecting our body from the inside but when it's coming it's going to change something in us our physical body as we make us a new immortal body and that is really what the bible says it said that we shall not all sleep let's read it in the first corinthians chapter 15. this is still part of christ as abolished death because when you know that those things have been set up it's going to be set up in the final end 
but we are working getting closer and closer to that final end where this benefits this grace as peter called it this grace will be revealed to us the grace that we shall live forever the grace when christ shall come and take the saints home and the saints from that time that are living that are not dead will be living forever from that time forward in a changed body glorified body here is what apostle paul was writing in first corinthians chapter 15 telling the, the corinthians about the resurrection when they some of these people begin to doubt the resurrection that oh some people say it's already over and he was describing that discussing that in first corinthians chapter 15 and i will point to some few verses here like apostle paul said behold i show you a mystery verse 51 verse 51 very close to the end of that discussion apostle paul said behold i show you a mystery we shall not all sleep that is not every believer will be dead by the time of this end we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed that means it's not every believer that we die physically and buried in the grave no but the day when Christ shall come for the rapture, every believer that is going with him will be changed from this physical particle to something that can disappear and go away. That's what he was talking about. He said, Because I show you a mystery, chapter 51, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed now the dead in christ will be resurrected will be raised first that's what the book of chapter Revelation chapter 20 said that the dead in christ will rise up first and apostle paul also wrote about that in the first thessalonians this letter to the first thessalonians the dead in christ shall rise first then we we are alive and remain to that time will be caught up with them caught up with them means that we won't be able to go up also to be able to go, it's either angels is going to carry us up or our body is going to be changed. And that's what he's alluding to in verse in first Corinthians chapter 15, that we shall all be changed. Changed from this physical particle mortal body that gravity will have pulled down to something that will be like transformed into electromagnetic waves, light that gravity cannot pull down. And the light will just go up as the Lord draws us up. So in the sky we draw all of all of us as I soon as a machine up to meet him. Yeah, that's what the Apostle Paul said. See, for this corruptible, verse 53, for this corruptible must put on incorruption. What does that mean? This is corruptible. This physical flesh you can see. If somebody slap you, you feel it. And if somebody cut it, you feel the blood coming out. That's corruptible. See, must put on incorruption. That is something is going to change inside this body that make it incorruption. Incorruptible means it cannot be hurt anymore. It become like a, not this material. The material is changed from this type of flesh. See, it's going to change. It's going to change. You see, it's putting on something, which is more like it's a, like a light, a light color, a light clothing, a light clothing, light electricity, like a clothing that just clothe the body. And but it's going to come from inside. I've come to the original God has been given to me. It's going to be our our body glowing, our spirit glowing through through our body. As you cover us and then that's like the bodies change from particle to waves and that is really some of the things that we that are in, in electronics engineering can tell that it's possible human beings don't know much how to do it but uh, 
God can do it. See, when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the sin that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. That is how the Lord has planned to do it. Now, we are, we are going through, like I said, some of these things have been documented in my book called Christ Abolished Death, which you can get from Amazon. You can get it from Amazon if you Google on Christ Abolished Death or Evangelist Julius Adewumi or Gospel Distribution Ministry, you will see this book and it's kind of a volume of And those who went through my website also, you can see, it will get you a link to the Amazon because this is actually published by Amazon. If I'm going to get it, I have to buy it also from Amazon. Maybe at author's price, but then still, I still have to purchase it. So you can get it. And there are other books here on Amazon.com that we teach you so much. But on my website, you go to gospeldistribution.org. There will be a link that points to books from Gospel Distribution Ministry. And that takes you straight to Amazon. And these books will pop up right in front of you. You come up on the screen. Then you can order it from, from Amazon. Now, let's go again. That is Christ stopping the aging process for us is part of abolishing death because aging process is a progression to death like i said aging process is a progression to death but i was saying something about some of the things the lord has been showing to us like i said the lord said if a man keep my saying he shall never see death remember that john chapter 8 verse 61 so he's saying that he's going to reverse or reduce the aging process is what is going to be instructing individual, not a collective or body of church. You can see a pastor said this, a church said this, you don't do this. In another church group said every denomination have their own doctrine. Some said don't eat this kind of thing. All of those things is not going to be what you are talking about. It's individual. You hearing from the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ leading you. If a man keep my saying, shall never see it. Because what you need for your body is different from what I need for my body. So that's why it's now individual. Somebody may say, well, you need a little more salt. There was a testimony of some ministers that tell he was, every time he was preaching, there was some problem in his and he cried out to the Lord and the Lord said, add a little more salt to your food. See, whereas salt can be too much for the other person also. So that's why it is, a man keep my saying, keep his saying, for us to overcome death or reverse the aging process. So that is very important that you remember that. That's why I wanted to talk a little bit about dieting. Because in this book, I mentioned the dieting that you, our body, and whether you age rapidly or you age well or you age well bad, it depends on your diet. No, sir. From the knowledge of the scriptures, we can say that there are some dieting that causes sicknesses and diseases, and there are some dieting that can heal the body also. And that wisdom also is what God is also talking about there is wisdom that you can even get from the scriptures that we reduce the aging process even just by following those pattern of what are the recommended diets for our body from the scriptures and you can see from the book of Genesis I pointed that one out in the in this book that when you go back to the book of Genesis in the book of the beginning what was the diet God gave to them human beings he gave Adam and Eve and the woman beings that they shall to, to eat what? The seed. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, 28, 26, 27. He said unto man, 
chapter 2. Let's read it. Unto man he gave the seed. But unto the animals he gave the herbs and the and the and the trees. But for the man, he don't really give us the herb and the, you have to eat also, also the seed. And what is the seed? That's the power, that's the control power of all the animal of all the plants also. And that is really make an important thing that you didn't give man to be eating animals until until the until the after after Noah's flood. And that is very remarkable that we should point that one out. Because when God gave to man in verse 29 of Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 and 29. And God blessed them and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Now read, listen to verse 29. Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed. What does that tell you? The subject is seed. Or the object is seed. I've given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed so the what the object is the seed to you it shall be for meat so you can see then that if, if we take that Bible verse it's saying we should be vegetarian also vegetarian does not mean that you because god have to change that after the flood because he knew that the earth has been caused this was pronounced before there was any cause on the earth the earth will have been yielding all the fruits and the vegetables that we all need and to be producing enough but after the cause there are two causes that were put upon the earth because of the fall of adam and then because of cain it all causing the earth, not God didn't cause skin, God didn't cause Adam, he caused the ground that the ground won't produce for you. The ground won't produce for you, King. The ground won't produce for you, Adam. In the sweat of yours, that you have to toil to make the ground do anything much. So that was the reason why God has to change the dieting and allow mankind to begin to also eat meat. You see that in the book of uh, these are all the things we did, we discussed in this book, Christ as Abolition, when we come to that chapter on aging process and the and the diet. So where you see I, I'm pointing this one out here, more likely to point in the right direction, you can get the resources yourself on my website. If you go to my website and you don't want to buy the books or you have no access to the book, you can go to that my website and read some of those chapters. They are in different sections. They are just compiled here. They are compiled here. They are compiled here in form of a book. All the sermons that that are related to Christ abolish they were compiled in form of a book. There are so many sermons on my website that you can read or listen to. And it's free for those who want to listen on website or, or read it, read them on the website. And they will give you the same thing. Like we compile them for a book like this for others that don't have access to the website they can get the books and read faith comes by hearing and that's how you hear you hearing by the word of God like I said when you get to the book of Genesis chapter 6 and 7 after the flood 
when they came back from the flood, God changed the diet and added animals. When he was talking to Noah, he said, God told Noah that all the animals are free for Noah to eat. That's where, that's where God changed the diet. All the animals are free for Noah to eat. Noah and his descendants, because God knows that the woman's will be multiplying very soon all over the earth after the flood. When he was telling Noah to fruitful and multiply in chapter 9, Genesis chapter 9, from verse 1, God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air and on, upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. Now you see, into your hand, not only in the hand of Noah, it's not talking about Noah only, Noah and his sons, and that includes us because we are all descendants of Noah. Verse 3 is where I'm going. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. That brings in all the animals for human beings to be able to eat them. Even as the green herb have I given you all things. Verse 4 is you all you just give us money. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. See, that is, they are not to eat blood. Drain the blood out and then you can eat the animal and kill, you know, boil it and cook it and whatever. But you don't eat the blood. So if any animal is eating blood like these lions, they are transgressing. The same way, if any woman be think they are going to drink human blood, they are offending God. Saying the blood is in the life of man, as the spirit of man is in that blood. So God is a sin, is everybody try to drink blood of animals. So that is one of the things very, very important that you point out when you say that in the blood, if any of this animal, you should not eat. So what we are pointing out then in this, in this few discussion is that we have to continue this is that the aging process can be reversed and God has actually given mankind the wisdom that even the dieting can reverse, slow down or reduce the aging process. And if a man keep my saying, he shall never see them because God is told, the Lord is, Christ is going to be teaching us gradually what to do for your body, what I to do for my body that we make that aging process be reduced or slow down or cancel stop so that we can live forever as he said if a man keep my saying he shall never see this i'll continue this in the next broadcast god bless you praise the lord well we will continue this message in the next broadcast the bible said precept shall be upon precept line upon line a little there a little there and I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today. The Bible said, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. In, in other words, we can say, Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the Word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the Word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.